India's attitude about EVs is changing. Though the country is still concerned about EV charging and burning EVs, rising oil prices have forced many to consider electric cars. Der ai, durust ai. Well, better late than never. Collectively, EV sales grew 257% year on year. And despite there being many EV players in the market right now, there's one clear winner. Tata Motors. Its EV sales grew 300% in April. Despite other companies like Mahindra and Hyundai having a head start over Tata, it is leading the EV four-wheeler segment. Why? Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Click on the subscribe button to never miss an update from us. Here's your story for today. In one way or the other, Tata has always been ahead of the game. It knows when to innovate and when to play safe. In the 1990s, when most other companies were manufacturing cars that featured the same boring designs, Tata took an innovation risk and introduced the Safari, India's first true SUV. But when it was entering the EV space back in 2019, it knew it had no time to waste. It had to take an execution risk to make the manufacturing process cheaper and faster. So, Tata went the Jugaad way. Instead of setting up new EV manufacturing plants and coming up with a new car design which would take lots of time and money, the company just took its existing cars like Nexon, removed the fossil fuel-powered engine and replaced it with battery packs. All in a single warehouse that produced 8 cars per day initially giving birth to a power-packed yet affordable EV. That's not all. Tata's other businesses have also helped the company. Tata Autocomp provided the company with EV parts. Tata Chemicals helped with battery production and recycling, while Tata Power set up charging units. Basically, the whole Tata group came together to make this venture a success. Teamwork indeed. Explains why Tata is ruling the EV space with a 80% market share, no? Wait, why don't other companies follow Tata's suit and just turn their existing cars into EVs? Well, first, this move may not be feasible for all companies. An electric car and a fossil fuel-powered car, which are internal combustion engine or ICE cars, are inherently different. While Tata managed to find and make space for battery packs in existing cars, many other companies may find it difficult or even impossible to do so. Plus, adding smaller battery packs to make them fit in ICE cars may impact their performance in the long run. Even Tata isn't a big fan of this approach and will be switching to making EVs from scratch. Yes, Tata is betting big on the EV space. It has also created a subsidiary Tata Passenger Electric Mobility Limited to handle EV manufacturing and production and plans to launch 10 electric vehicle models by 2026. What's more, Tata is now even entering the EV trucks and bus space. It is already the market leader in the normal passenger segment and this could help it win contracts with several delivery companies like Amazon, which are now looking to go the EV way to meet their climate targets. In fact, it is soon set to sign an agreement with some of these companies and may also win a government contract for producing 5,500 electric buses. 
Entering the EV commercial vehicle sector could unlock a yearly sum of 500 to 700 million US dollars for the company each year. However, the company still has many challenges ahead. The EV space is getting hotter day by day, with more and more legacy car makers like Maruti and Toyota making an entry. There are also talks about Tesla entering India and manufacturing its cars here. This could take away a significant amount of market share from Tata, probably why it is pivoting to the commercial vehicles business. And how could we rule out the semiconductor crisis? Even with India setting up semiconductor plants, it'll take a long time for the semiconductor shortage to end. This could pose a major problem for Tata's growth. However, the company is in a relatively better position than other car makers in this aspect. You see, Tata Alexi is already in the business of semiconductor services, so sourcing semiconductors could be easier for Tata. Plus, it is also considering launching its very own semiconductor plant so that it never has to worry about such crises again. Basically, the company seems prepared to meet all challenges and risks. But with so many new and old players entering this space, how long will it remain at the top? Thanks for listening in. Make sure to follow this podcast if you aren't already. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>